This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. While everyone who has Parkinson's shares the same diagnosis, each person's actual experience of the disease can vary greatly. Different ages of onset, different symptoms, different rates of progression. As Michael J. Fox once observed, we each get our own version of Parkinson's, but unfortunately, none of them come with operating instructions. But what if there were operating instructions? What if we figured out a way to treat each person based on their specific symptoms or disease type? It's an approach often referred to as personalized medicine. Dr. Brian Fisk. Personalized medicine, uh, you may also hear it uh, sometimes called precision medicine. It's this really compelling idea that if we can better understand not just the clinical symptoms someone has, but actually sort of their underlying actual disease biology, if we can understand that, we can actually tailor treatments that are more targeting that underlying biology and cause of disease, and therefore more optimally treating the patients. Fisk is Senior Vice President for Research Programs at the Michael J. Fox Foundation. He says the personalized medicine approach has already had a significant impact on how we treat cancer. Historically, we've tended to think of cancer sort of by location. You know, it's skin cancer or breast cancer or uh, brain cancer. But as scientists have better understood the underlying causes that make a cell continue to divide and, and sort of grow and form into tumors, by understanding really that genetic and sort of underlying biology, they've actually realized that regardless of almost where a tumor sits in the body, it's really that underlying biology that's driving its particular mechanism. So by sort of looking at the tumor rather than just the location, scientists have now been able to target drugs that can more effectively treat those particular tumors. Consider what's happened in breast cancer, where individualized treatment can now be tailored to target different tumor types. The same holds true for some forms of leukemia. There's a drug called Gleevec, for example, that is used to treat certain forms of leukemia. They really target that for people who carry a particular genetic variation. There are probably a variety of different uh, types of leukemia. And so if you are someone who has that particular genetic change has happened to cause uh, you know, your cells to overgrow, and Gleevec may work uh, best for that person. But if someone else has a different genetic change or sort of a different uh, reason for why their cells started to overgrow, that drug may not be as effective. But could such an individualized approach be developed to treat the varied nature of Parkinson's disease? So unfortunately, Parkinson's isn't quite where cancer is right now, though I think we have some avenues we're exploring that might get us there hopefully uh, sooner than later. This is where I think the, our better understanding of the genetics of Parkinson's is really driving us. Uh, for example, um, there's a, a mutation in a gene called LRK2 that uh, is one of the more common genetic causes of Parkinson's disease. And so there's a lot of work now in understanding, including work the foundation's been supporting, uh, to try to better understand how LERC2 Parkinson's disease may differ from sort of more standard forms of Parkinson's disease. And as we uncover more of that biology, companies now are developing drugs very specifically targeting that particular change that, that in, in LERC2 to be able to treat their Parkinson's. And how far are we away from that reality, Brian? Not as far as, as one would think. Uh, we actually have companies who have drugs targeting the LERC2 uh, change already, and so they're starting to get closer to the clinic. They're kind of finishing up some of their last studies to, to look at safety and things like that. So we think uh, some of these companies might actually be uh, ready to start human uh, testing in the next couple of years. So 
Uh, I think we're getting very close to that stage, where at least for the alert two form of Parkinson's, a treatment that is, is very much tailored to them. Our understanding of Parkinson's has changed markedly in recent years. Not the least of those changes is the growing awareness that this is not a one-size-fits-all condition. Ideally, the LERC-2 drugs now in development would benefit more than just those whose disease was triggered by that gene mutation. But that depends on our gaining a deeper understanding of disease mechanisms across various neurodegenerative conditions. In fact, Brian Fisk believes that in time, we'll begin to categorize and treat those conditions, not based on the name of the disease, but on the identity of the particular biology that drives it. And I think what you'll find over time is people will eventually stop sort of classifying all of these diseases as simply Parkinson's versus Alzheimer's, or even Parkinson's type 1 versus Alzheimer's type 1, you might actually start seeing a more of a movement towards the underlying cell biology. So you may find that people share a problem with uh, the way their cells process and get rid of old protein, and that's really, at the end of the day, the disease they have. It may, for a variety of reasons, express itself more like a Parkinson's disease or an Alzheimer's disease or some other type of brain disease, but the underlying cause is actually that uh, cells' inability to, to sort of handle and get rid of its old protein. And if we start thinking of disease in that context, then you really are tailoring uh, you know, treatments towards that specific uh, trigger and cause. I think that really is the future of treatment for diseases like Parkinson's. To learn more about how the personalized medicine approach could be applied to the treatment of Parkinson's and other neurological conditions, join us for our next Third Thursday webinar on April 21st. To find out more, visit michaeljfox.org slash webinars. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.